go. Talk. <laughs> now. Speak. <laughs> Post. Hello, you guys. <laughs> this is after dinner. I'm full. You're getting me, like, food coma. <laughs> but with, it's a good time to just talk. And um, Steph and I are in the same place together. And we thought it would be a good time to just kind of chat about friendships. Um, and you know what? This can be, this can just be like one type of friendship. We don't have to cover all of them. <laughs> Every friendship's different. Every friendship is so different. <laughs> you like paused and I was like, what is she doing? What is she thinking about? <laughs> Either a brain fart or a cuss word, your pick. Um, Steph and I have been friends... I want to say six years now. Yes, we're going into six. No, more like five. It's 2016. That's 2021. It's more like five years. Yeah, because you went to Taiwan in 2017. Right. Oh, man, it only really four years. <laughs> Our friendship's getting shorter the more we rewind. All right, four years. My final answer. Four years. <laughs> Let's see four years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, four years. Not that long, actually. No. But we've gone through some stuff. We've done, we've had some experiences where I think kind of accelerated us getting right. to know each other. Time-wise, it's been four years, but <laughs> body-wise, it's been like 10. Mentally, how, it's been like 20. I should ask you, how exhausted are you about <laughs> this friendship? <laughs> I wouldn't say friendship I'm not exhausted from. <laughs> I mean, you can't get exhausted from friendship. I don't think I've ever been exhausted from this friendship. Okay, good. Because <laughs> guess what? You're stuck with me. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. We, we've talked about just about everything under the sun, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think sometimes we can get really personal. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes too personal. <laughs> just thinking about the text that we have, right? Sometimes it's like personal because... We're being close friends. And other times it's just like, mate, I didn't even know. <laughs> Most of the times that's, that's my reaction to you. <laughs> um, we text on, we do regular text. We do Snapchat. We do Instagram. I mean, we have three different apps. That we, we have text three different on. apps. And sometimes we do use all three different apps at the same time. Why can't you put your phone on mute? This is a business that was, moment. Hang on. Number one, it was my mother. <laughs> Number two, we were listening to the audio for the last one. Oh, it's Mama Sue, guys. We're fine. <laughs> I feel unloved. As you should. <laughs> this is our friendship right now. Um, yeah, I would say, do you know what, though? I'm going to be honest. In the time that I've been struggling so much mentally, anytime someone has asked me, you know, do you have a support team? Mm. I do find it very hard to name anybody. Mm. And I do wonder if people like you, like my friends, if you were observing that moment, witnessing that moment, would you be offended? Um, because I think sometimes people genuinely like just tell me like, you know, you can call me anytime you can, you know, just text me, talk to me, share anything with me, you know, just like, I want to be a part of the journey. But for me, I'm just such, uh, I lean more towards isolation and doing it on my own and 
hoping to just not burden people by telling people things. I feel like, I mean, in that like certain situation, I feel like in the moment, obviously your mind's not thinking that clearly to be like, oh, I can name this person right off the bat. Like, or it's like, okay, I have this list, but like you also, part of your personality is I don't want to bother that person. Right. Like what you just said. I have zero confidence to name anybody to a third party, like a therapist. And um, it sort of made me wonder if like I'm the problem why so many of my friendships seems to start like come to a halt or just fade away mm-hmm. i mean we're in that situation where we graduated from college mm-hmm. and we talked about this how many people do we actually keep in touch with from college i think we can count on one hand yeah i don't i don't text anybody as regularly as i text you right i mean sometimes when i would text you we're just sharing stuff and we're having a moment but you know yeah <laughs> But not, yeah. But it seems like the conversation is like always going in some way, shape, or form. Right. Because for some reason, obviously, I think that adequates to our friendship to where like we talk about something originally and then we go off on different thresholds to where like, oh, this could be a fun conversation. And then all of a sudden it'd be like, okay, we need to have this serious talk. And then it goes back to something else. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe kind of mildly serious or like just something that happened with our day, whatever. Right. Like that's normally how it goes. But I feel like, I feel like that's good to have in a friendship, but like, also like I have friendships where like, we could just like not text at all. Mm -hmm. And then we see each other in person and then it's like, okay, you can't, you can't shut us up. Right. Or like people still like think talking is like, you know, sending stuff on Snapchat with each other. Mm -hmm. And then if there's something really important, they'll be like, Hey, like this, right. Like they'll text or whatever, but like, you still know, you still like value that person because like there are some like i know like people that have like best friends that they text every day mm-hmm. and i'm kind of like what do you have going on in your life where you could like just text just every share day? every moment you know like hey i'm constipated or i choked on my water like <laughs> all right <laughs> too personal <laughs> we're gonna play a game now and say guess who said which <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that in the end <laughs> guess who said I much. think okay so I guess like I'm the friend first of all I don't brag often but I am the queen of internalizing I don't know if that's something to brag about let me brag about something okay <laughs> majesty your podium's ready <laughs> I am queen of internalizing I'm not good at many things internalizing is is my jam and so that just means that I think a lot in my head and it's probably not even happening but for all my friendships I do wonder is it are they really comfortable with me you know sharing this are they comfortable with me talking about this are they comfortable with coming out to hang out with me should I even bother to ask them out what if they feel what if they're too kind to say no and so they say yes anyway, but they actually didn't want to come and hang out with me. It's probably also partly social anxiety. P.S. Go get checked up. Um, but because of that, I think so many of my friendships remain very stagnant. Stagnant and also at a distance. Mm. You know? Um, yeah, I, I can't even... <laughs> it sucked that it took me 
some pretty bad things to happen for me to realize that like wow people are really willing to stick around uh-huh. and even still I have a huge hesitance of actually reaching out mm-hmm. but I feel like that's something like most people go through it so like let's say like I like I had a friend that she's never really had a best friend before mm. she met one in college and she's like oh my gosh this is my best friend turns out that best friend was super toxic mm-hmm. traumatic for her so she was just like this is my best friend I don't know what to do like blah 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 but then it's just like no you have to let her go and like sometimes like that can be super traumatic if you've ever had that experience because like that means you're afraid to open up to other people right I mean like she's in a lot better place now and she has like a best friend that actually like really cares about her but it's also like it's also like moments like that you're kind of like mm. or like even then if you had like a traumatic experience with a family member or something like right. that like it's very hard to like let people in like you used to and it's better to keep people at arm's distance i mean like a reoccurring theme of my friends being in a relationship and not telling me like that really highlights to me like am i not trustworthy or do they think that I won't be able to respond well? Or do they actually think that I wouldn't wish them well? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it really just makes me wonder, like, am I the problem here? And um, and that's why things remain so stagnant. Like you said, I don't believe in best friends. Yeah, she doesn't believe in best friends. I am a best friend. I don't believe in best friends. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> you have not met every friend that you can possibly make. How do you know that that person is like the best, right? Definition of best friend. And whoever you met in that time, like you're going to grow up and the chances are you're not gonna relate as well. Like fine, in a small town, maybe people really get lucky and walk similar paths and can reconnect and be really best friends. But for someone like me that's moved around, um, I I don't think that's the case. I think it's more common for people not to, not to have best friends. I, I don't know. I've I've never actually heard you explain it. Yeah. You just said like, I don't believe in it. You never actually explained why. I just ruthlessly just say like no best friends, <laughs> no best friends. And when, sometimes when I say that, I think people might get offended if they thought we were best friends because that has happened before. Yeah. I, or like you got the opposite factor. Like you say like oh someone's your best friend, but then like they someone else thought that they were your best friend and they were like oh (laughs) i think as someone who lived in the same area growing up like being around like a bunch of people being friends with different people like i can honestly say like i've shifted around like my best friends but i'm also like like you said it was that person in that particular season like or like you grow like you kind of grow out of them like my best friend, I met her in high school. I didn't know her as a kid, but apparently we crossed paths mm-hmm. a lot when we were younger, but we didn't know each other. It wasn't until high school we met. And then, but it was, we were part of a big friend group and it was kind of that like, okay, keep chopping away until senior year. It was just us. And then after that, it's kind of like, oh yeah, y'all keep in touch. We're the only ones that kept in touch. Or like I have a, actually my guy, my guy best, I guess he would be my guy best friend. Um, That's how it was for us too. We've hopped around between two different friend groups and we're always the last ones together. Mm. 
And I'm kind of like, is it us? Like, I, I'm going to throw shade at him because he was the issue in the first friend group. Mm. But like, I stuck by him. And then this one, our friends have just imploded around us. Mm. So it's kind of like, okay. But like the friend group that we're in now, problem was people date each other, but we could talk about that in a different episode, dating yeah. within a friend group. Oh my God. That just, whoo, oh big explosion. But I can honestly say that's also what happened now at grad school. I don't know. I, you probably don't have the same experience I do because you're some. Are you kidding me? I'm the only one that's single in my program. Yeah, so obviously you can't relate to me in this, but in my friend group in grad school, it was kind of like, okay, we all found each other at new student orientation, and then we just kind of latched on to each other. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as time progressed, it was kind of like, then people started finding different groups to be a part of, and then it's like, okay, well, we want to still keep the original friend group together, but it, like, kind of became a chore to get yeah. all of us together. Like, that first semester was great. Second semester was kind of like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? But like, and like now I'm going into my third year and a lot of us have like gotten married. One of my friends had a kid um, or people have like left, gotten full-time jobs. And it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, like you were part of my life for like this little bit. And I feel like we're going to be great friends, but now it's kind of like, oh, it's, you're living it through Facebook, basically. I li- honestly think that is the evolution of friendship. That you do experience different groups and you realize that you mesh well with certain people at different times of your life. But in my mind, but knowing that that's going to happen, I preemptively just stay away. Because I know I get attached so easily. Mm. So if I did allow myself to like really be invested in a friend group, when that time comes that like people just naturally separate away as you described, I would really struggle. Mm. So it's just easier for me to just step back and say like, Hey, I'll do things with you, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share personal things. I'm not going to pour my feelings and emotions into this. It's just, I want to say a fun time. That sounds a little bit like a sorority girl. No shade, a little bit of shade, you know, the shade. <laughs> Three different types of shade. <laughs> if you're a sorority girl, you know what shade I'm talking about. It's a nice shade of pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's my it's my defense mechanism. And you're probably right. Something traumatic or multiple traumatic things have happened before. Mm-hmm. And that's why right now I I just usually step back. And like I, I can honestly say like I've been having some like friend issues with people out at school. Mm-hmm. I like, I can honestly say like, part of me feels like I'm the bad person because I'm not there. Mm. And it's kind of like, I I don't know if it would be like a reverse FOMO type thing, you know, fear of missing out, but it's kind of like, okay. And that actually took something for me to figure out, like in college, like you don't have to be there for your group of friends back home or at school when you're like in a different place like it's okay to miss out because life's still gonna happen around you you don't have to stretch yourself out oh yeah no i first semester of college i did that trying to be in two separate states as much as possible oh my gosh you should have learned from me cut off all contact don't tell anybody that you left don't respond to any message from back home 
Mine's only a six-hour drive. You're halfway across the world. It's a little different. But, like, it took me to figure that out because I ended up, like, losing someone as a friend. And I'm kind of like, and, like, I know I didn't handle the situation maturely at all. And I'm the older one. But, like, it's also, like, eh. but But it also felt like I was giving more. And, like, people kind of expect that from you. It's, like, that bubble of, like, okay, you're always there for me. You got this. You can do it. But then, like, when you go tell somebody, like, oh, I have this problem. And then they go, actually, this is what happened. My, I was talking to one of my friends. They reversed it back, told the other person I was friends with that I had, like, issues with the fact I was like, okay, why do I have to drive and pick them up? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? defended that he defended me to her and then we ended up having like one final meal together and it was awkward as hell and you wonder why i'm terrified of committing to friendships and like that's the thing like he was just like i think he was fed up with the fact that i was getting so burnt out but also he kind of didn't he was at the point where he didn't like my other friend to where like she was being a selfish brat mm -hmm. and he saw that before I did. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, you have to realize that this is who she is. Mm -hmm. And I felt bad. Cause I was like, no, 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 she's really nice. Like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, like you have to realize it. Sometimes friends are really good with that on occasions where they're just like, okay, this person's very bad for you. But then you also have to take everything with a grain of salt because you don't know if this person's trying to keep you to themselves everybody's got some motive and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just the nature of being human we're biased in some way and like that's the thing because like i know i've lost like i've lost a couple friendships do i wish things turned out a little different in some cases yes like i will admit i will admit fully my faults in all of them because young and naive i was too nice or like i wasn't being honest with myself or being honest with them and it's not like looking back on it retrospectively obviously like yeah this is where i fall but even then when like when i had issues like like when i just stopped being friends with them i was kind of like is this what's supposed to happen is this what's going on like but like everybody has gone on to do good things in their lives mm -hmm. and it's just like and i think this is the good part about having social media and everything where it's just like okay i can still see that they're doing great and i will interact with them like whatever and like they're still doing well i don't wish any harm right like anything and i think that's something you can think about because like so there are some like friends that i know that ended super toxically and they just don't even like want to be in the same room with each other and it's kind of like, no, I wish everybody well. Like, I know my faults that I did in the relationship, and those are learning experiences. Right. But that's what I look at all of my friendships as being. But now, like you said, like, or what I'm thinking, I think you touched on it a little bit, but when I'm home, I want to be fully around my people at home. Like present in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then it's just like, okay, you have people texting me from back at school it's kind of like i can't be in two places at once like mentally or physically because that's actually an issue that i just had is i didn't respond to somebody mm. 
on a very important day. And I don't know if you just have very needy friends or they're just so committed. I think a part of me feels like I do it to myself where like I give so much of myself, they expect it. Cause like sometimes like at a drop of a hat, I will be there for somebody. Like I had a friend call me, she was feeling so nauseous. She was throwing up in the bathroom across campus. And like, I, she like texted me and I went to her and she's like, and she stood up, she was about to pass out. Like she lost all coloring in her face. And I booked it across campus, grabbed my car, drove over and like picked her up, like everything, like at a drop of a hat, I will be there for somebody. Like my friend's car broke down. I went and got him like, and I feel like people expect that of me. Cause I set that standard, but it's also like, like I I've also told people, I was like, look, I want to make everybody happy. And I also got to make myself happy. And I feel like that's sometimes hard to do. Like, like you said, like, I don't open up to people as much as I should. Then when I finally open up to them, I'm kind of like, yay, we did it. And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, did we actually like do this? Yeah. It's kind of like that fear and regret of kind of like, and then I start getting in that moment of just like, am I going to like, like defund the relationship or like. I, I think we overcompensate for both people that like, have commitment yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah. We overcompensate by just being so, I don't want to say this in like a braggy way, but we are like kind. Mm -hmm. And we will go out of our way to be kind, and that's great. But when we find ourselves exhausted, worn out, and like losing patience, that's when we have to realize that our friendship is not just because of the things that we do, mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes it's a little bit of receiving. It's not just all giving. And friends that are going to expect you to only give are probably not good for you. No. And like, I always try to take people into consideration. Yeah. Because like, I know one of my friends at school who I actually had the issue with this past week, she's been going through, she's been going through a hard time recently like similar to you with, with everything going on, but not, I would say to that extent, mm -hmm. but like, I know for like a hot second there, I didn't feel comfortable being around her because I was afraid of putting my foot in my mouth mm -hmm. and like maybe possibly triggering her in some way, shape or form. So I like stepped back, but I was also working. So like, I also had to do like other things, but I'm also like, I want to be around you. I want to help you, but I don't know how, like, obviously I'm only 24 years old. I've had some psych psychology training from college, but not enough to be like, I can tell you exactly what's wrong with you. I know exactly what to do to help, but I can't because I remember one time she was crying. I asked her, I'm like, do you need anything? I kept asking her and asking her. She's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm like, okay. And then she talks shit about me the next day. Mm. And I'm kind of like, what did you want me to do? I kept asking you, but you wouldn't tell me. But I feel like that's also a give and take in a friendship. If you don't know what to get across or what you want from the friendship, then how it's kind of like, oh, I can't read your mind. Yeah. 
Like if you're thinking something right now, I'm, I can't, unless you express it to me in some way, shape or form. I don't care if you use hand puppets, coloring, like, I don't know if that's logical to say, especially sometimes. Yeah. Yes. It, it would be nice if people are more upfront about things, but also if you have been friends for a while, um, Maybe it's just more of a soft skill, but being able to like pick up patterns and know somebody and, you know, being able to think like, what are their triggers and what are the things that makes them feel good? And um, what, what is their love language, I guess. Uh, and sometimes you don't even have to do anything when someone's going through a rough time. I, whenever people ask me if I'm having an episode and people are asking me like, what can I do for you? I'm already not thinking clearly. I cannot tell you something that you can do for me. And mm -hmm. most of the time, there's nothing you can do because it's my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the most is just keep talking to me and maybe distract me or, you know, just be present so I know someone else is there. Just things like that that might seem so, like, trivial, but it's actually a, a game changer. Mm. But I, okay, so I think just like everything that we've talked about, right, it's just been a friend that can't commit is probably going to be that friend that overcompensates. Mm. And that friend is also going to struggle to recede. Mm -hmm. And I think that like very clearly describes myself. I don't know about you, but that, that whole triage of like no commitment, excessively generous, but not taking anything back like that is my, <laughs> it's not a good thing, but that is like the Bible of my friendships. That is, that is what I do. Um, and I'm going to put it out there. I think I should change though. I don't really know where to start because all three of them are so entangled. Um, I don't think it's healthy. But I also feel like there's things that happen to where like you can be like okay i've grown from this situation or like you can like not individually look at but like i don't know like start small by saying okay this is what i like in this friendship with this person obviously another person's gonna be different but i can try to incorporate like maybe a little small talk here maybe a little small talk there because you never know unless you put yourself out there mm -hmm. like i think that's like my whole thing like i will start thinking about somebody and i'd be like oh i should message them but then i'm like will i be bothering them right and I feel like it's like the internal struggle. And then somebody's just like, why haven't you texted me? And it's like, I so I'm i sorry. I feel like I'm bothering you. And they're like, no. The worst thing I could say is like, no, or not respond. But then like, y'all's I got to know like some friends texting patterns because like I got two friends, took them a whole day to respond to me. Like if I want to know something for like this weekend, I got to text them like yesterday because that's how long it'll take them to like message me back. But like, but that's to be said, like, how long have you known the person? Like, that's something to like, wait, like I, like a lot of friends that like I'm friends with at school, we're, I've gone into like two years of knowing them, but it's like, we're also shut down for a year. The pandemic yeah. also changed so much. Do you know what though? I think I do have a double standard because I realize that it's not normal, probably also a little creepy for someone to memorize or know or like remember that many characteristics of a person. Like if I go out and eat with a person, I will take note of their order. I will take note of their eating patterns. Mm. I will take note of like just 
the whole the whole event and if we go on that's just how i study my friends so when it comes time to figure out gifts or planning the next hangout i have to you know put pieces together like if we've hung out three times i have to try to figure out like hey what do they really like what do they not like and just like hyper analyze shit and i realize that that is not normal and it's probably a fault of overthinking and i probably would say don't do that it's very interesting because i have a friend at school she asked us all she's written down everything that we've liked disliked everything so mm. she knows how to like i don't survey i just oh no she surveys she does everything like she's great with like gift giving and everything but it's just like i was just like but she also expects some some things in return like oh. she's expecting the same energy given in and given no, back no, no, and no. i'm kind of like how can you set that standard because she's so good at it like that's like her best gift is like i love language gift giving She's fantastic at it, mm -mm. but it's just like, she's expecting the same energy in return. I'm like, how can you expect the same energy in return? Or just like, That's too much. yeah. And I'm kind of like, like my love language is quality time. Honestly, we could sit in a room, not speak to each other, but if, or like we could just sit and talk, mm -hmm. sit, watch something. I'm perfectly content with my life. So, but like, I don't understand like how some people are like, like what you, but I don't know. Do you ever feel like a point where you actually feel comfortable enough with somebody to where like you put down the walls of analyzing and just say, all right, this is what this friendship is. Like, this is okay. No, I, I think for every friendship, I just, to a certain extent, I always feel like I have to work like strive to keep that thing it's not just like nonchalant it's not just naturally we're friends i have to i have to try if that makes sense it's not just like oh yeah we clicked and that was the end of the story no it's me doing a lot of things um yeah i don't really know how to say more than that without like going to specific examples i would say uh all night if i had to to help a friend do a simple thing like pick a grad school i would put together a list i would i would do that that much just to like that is an example of me working on the friendship if a friend come and ask me and says like hey i just want to ask about um my program oh my god i would lay everything out and um give advice and then follow up after I've done that before. And yeah, I have to work at these things. I don't, I don't like just casually expect my friendships to stay where they are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I struggle so much because I think other people expect something else. And I'm always the one who's like seeking and texting to hang out or asking, just like checking in. And I've gotten to the point that I'm really tired, but I know if I let go, or at least I think if I let go, then that friendship is gone. I know we're over half an hour, but I just have this question because yeah. it's, it's in my mind just because we've been talking about this. We may have touched on it before, but I don't remember. But just because of the new season, how do you think our friendship has worked? We've mentioned this before. We were never supposed to be friends. Yeah. Oh, obviously, we hung out in Taiwan. I mean, we're not 
with each other physically anymore. Mm-hmm. But we've gone on, okay, we've established like four, maybe five whole years mm-hmm. of being friends. But how does it work for us? So besides this buddy project and me just loading a whole bunch of cultural content at you, I actually, honestly, like, I'm just going to say it on the record, I don't think we've connected on, like, a personal level beyond poops. I don't think we've connected on a personal level in a while. I was going to say, we've had our moments. That was, like, like a we've while got, ago. We've, yeah. But I feel like recent, recently it's been... But, like, what you said before, like, you know, sometimes you just need that person to just be there, like, to call. I feel... Uh, there was a while where you called me and it was actually around this time last year. Yeah. And I think I would say like the last six months, things have just been always like fun mm-hmm. and in a joking manner, mm-hmm. but not, not anywhere as serious as, as what it was, I guess in depth. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just the nature of us being so far apart. Like why would anyone want to keep texting about something that's so dreadful and awful? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like the things that happened to me, if I, you had no clue up until that moment. No, I kept calling you <laughs> on co- the day, but I couldn't pick up. Yeah, obviously. But then like afterwards we did have a conversation and like, we Just explained to, it to each other. Right. It was more, for me, it felt like an obligation because like when I had, when I had got back my phone and I had seen all the texts and the calls, then I was like, okay, I have to say something. And um, so I took my time and like called everybody. And um, But for our, our friendship, I, you have to realize I, I'm also not the same as I was a year ago. And yeah. I don't just say that as like, oh yeah, I've grown, but more like I'm not at that level right now. I'm not functioning at the same level right now. Yeah, I... I could tell a difference, but like, I think for me, the way I look at our friendship is that we've had so many personal moments together. That's like the basis of our friendship. We connected one way, but then we got deeper and deeper and deeper. And we have this foundation of like, I feel comfortable telling you things. Mm -hmm. You feel comfortable telling me things. That's how I look at our friendship. Like we have this basis of like, okay, we've both dealt with shit in our lives. Mm -hmm. And this is how we necessarily, we kind of think the same. We, but we were brought up in different contexts to where like, okay, we kind of feel the same way. We kind of, but we also both listen to each other to where like, okay, this is what I think. This is what you think. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like that's the basis of a good friendship to where it is that give and take. Like whenever I come over, I always bring you something. Or like whenever you come over, I mean, you don't come over that much. It's one time. Yeah, just the one time. But you brought something, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's one of those things where it's, it's also one of those things where I know, I, I actually, as of right now, you are the closest, like, person to me that, like, if I had a problem. Oh, physically. Physically. Yeah. Like, I would probably call you mm. and tell you things more than I would my friends yeah. at school. And then watch me drive Fast and Furious and get there in, like, two hours. <sighs> how did I teach you how to drive? <laughs> but, like, that's something that, that I feel. Like, I've, because there have been a lot of things that have happened to me where 
I've told you mm-hmm. and I haven't told anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like you're one of like, like the top three people that I will say something to besides my family, mm-hmm. like out of my friends. Mm-hmm. And like that, I don't know if that means anything to you, but like, I feel honored. <laughs> I feel, I feel I honored. honored. But, it, but it's, that's like one of those things, like whenever I drive, to like go home the first thing i think about is like i gotta call janelle mm-hmm. because this is also my time to see her we've seen each this is the most we've seen each other since i was actually living yeah out at school yeah at college yeah this is the most we've seen each other you should just spend an extra day and just let the storm pass and we'll finish another drama <laughs> i don't know if my heart can take it plus no i can't because i gotta work on <laughs> i gotta go to work on thursday <laughs> but like that's the thing like with our friendship i'm kind of like we're both there for each other. I hold you to very high, high accord. I would, respecting your wishes, I would never call you my best friend because I already have, I, I not to be offensive, I already have one, but I consider you a very close friend. Actually, my mom calls you my sister, so. <laughs> so I, so you're up there, you have like a, you, you have the sister standing, that's a whole different <laughs> level. <laughs> but like, that's what I, that's what I see you as. Just saying, guys, Mama Sue finds me cute. <laughs> She's adorable, guys. And I say cute is for puppies. <laughs> Dear God, this is why we can't take each other seriously. <laughs> but th- th- that's how I feel. I yeah. I hold you in a different category to where, like, if something were to happen, I know, like, I would come to you if I could. Mm-hmm. And I know you would come to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the level. It's not like, okay... Let's start it over here. We're like, okay, we have this personal moment when then we have a high and then we go back down, have another personal moment. It's this, all the personal moments came together and we're able to have like the one end of the spectrum where we could just sit on the phone crying with each other, Mm. or we can have those moments where we are almost pissing our pants laughing. Mm. And I feel like that is the basis of a good friendship Mm -hmm. because we're not completely similar, but we're also not completely different. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I put us in the format of this is what a good friendship looks like, but it's also working towards it. But I feel like we also seamlessly don't have to work at it at all because there was that summer where you were back in Malaysia and we still talk to each other with the time change and everything. If you want it, if you want the friendship to keep going Mm -hmm. and it'll just naturally be like that sometimes. naturally a very pessimistic person i know and i'm very optimistic and i i feel like i already see the end to every darn relationship before it even exists but like which is really daunting to think um because i just tried to think back and think about how many opportunities i've let go just because i'm so smack sure that it wasn't going to end well Mm. or just the fact that it was going to end Mm-hmm. yeah got some things to work on so tune in to the next episode yeah because maybe we'll end up we'll recap our friendship again at some point i guess i was gonna say hey people are so surprised we're friends to this day <laughs> it's been like four years four or five years four full years we are breaking records <laughs> that, that's not. what i got that's, that's what i gotta do i gotta post on social media hey guess what i'm with janelle everyone be like oh my gosh you're with janelle <laughs> Oh my god.
Okay, guys. Well, this has been a long episode. Maybe you were thinking introspectively about uh, your friendships, maybe some areas that you have to work on, but all of it's a learning lesson. Everything. Just life's a learning lesson. It is. Hate to tell you that or be the bearer of bad news, but it's okay. We're growing older day by day. Decomposing day by day. And on that note, we're going to end it there. <laughs> this is Redheaded Nation signing off.